Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. Adam McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Brad. I'm a virtual reality YouTube <laughs> YouTuber whose community just reached 3,000 members today. And as you can see, uh, Adam and Destiny have merged into one person. I'm just kidding. They're not here. (laughs) 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 They both had to call out today. So today we have um, uh, uh, Jay's wife. Go ahead and introduce yourself. (laughs) I am Natalie Bratton. I am a nutritionist slash VR lover slash Jay Brat wifey. And I'm very excited to be here as the Destiny slash Adam uh, person. <laughs> Fill in. Thank you for sparing us from attracting all the people that were listening for waifu. <laughs> uh... All right. <laughs> so um for those that are new to this podcast so we're all sitting here in vr right now we're talking to each other and we've got cameras and we're recording and this is all going on youtube it's super cool you should go check it out um full dive gaming podcast just just google it on not google it google look it, it up google. <laughs> google it on youtube yes <laughs> We run the podcast in three sections. First, a VR gaming news section. Second, we'll be talking about our experiences with some of the new VR games to come out this week. Third, uh, we'll be running a discussion that changes week to week. This week, we'll be talking about which games do we think need to be in VR. There's a lot of them, but we've got some favorites picked out. Last week, we covered VR in VR and pop media. I th- is sort of what it was about. So check out last week's last week's podcast to uh hear all about it so before we hop into the new section we have a couple questions from our discord community this is pretty much commonplace at this point and i don't know why i don't say we just have four sections and it's to not scare people off um <laughs> but we like this part so uh, uh jay you got the first one yeah, so Nunio asks, what was your biggest wow moment in VR? And so I got to say, I, I there's been so many amazing games and amazing moments, but it's always some of the first moments I feel like stick with people in VR. So actually mine, crazy enough, was on a Samsung Gear VR. There was this introduction to virtual reality. It's called, it's just a few minute experience just introducing you, but it it lands you right in the middle of space as the first part of it. And I was looking around and I was blown away. And then it takes you to this like Cirque du Soleil dancers, but they're all around you and they're creepy as hell looking. And I remember mm. like the, during this whole few minutes, I was just in awe that, that this phone headset plastic piece of whatever you want to call it was blowing me away like this. And from that moment on, I was completely sold on VR. <laughs> nice net oh I <laughs> oh that's right she we have a little bug right now where she can't actually see me oh yeah <laughs> so you i like gave the little like hand motion <laughs> she's just staring at me like I can, I, I can see you every once in a while oh there you are again okay now i can see you. well here's my cue here you go do it <laughs> cool. okay so i would say the first thing that comes to my mind is also an early experience it was um the batman arkham vr which is on PSVR. And that was one of the first 
big games I feel like I tried on PSVR or on VR in general. And that was, uh, we'd had the um, Samsung Gear VR before that. So we'd um, experienced that some. And it doesn't have head tracking. So when we got in, or when I got into the Batman Arkham VR, it was so awesome to even just have that head tracking. And then it just looks so gorgeous. Uh, Any game on PlayStation VR that's like a PlayStation VR exclusive always looks really, really good. And just going into the Batcave was so awesome seeing all the cool Batman stuff all around. And like, there's like a dinosaur and stuff and Mm -hmm. just like go into this big area. And it felt like a big area that you're in. And it just, that was one of the first ones that I went into that just looked really good. And it was definitely a wow moment for me. Mm -hmm. So my biggest wow moment. Well, when I first read this, I thought, for the briefest of moments it read world of warcraft and i was like uh, do, you, do you want us to talk about orbis vr again i don't want to talk about orbis vr again um <laughs> but a uh, biggest wow moment for me besides like the first time i tried vr because that's i think for a lot of people that's like you know it's it's hard to get out yet bigger than that you know my first time was like down in la doing an e3 thing and trying on the uh, Vive, I believe it was. Yeah, it was the Vive. And just, it was just the simple, like, uh, it's one of the Steam Lab games, the one where you, like, pull a ball back and, like, this catapult thing, and then it launches and knocks over stuff. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever, and that was, like, what first got me hooked on VR. Um, so I think the only moment that is truly... Because, you know, once you play VR often enough games can be cool but it be vr becomes the regular medium that like initial wow like this is crazy thing wears off you know we are looking now at at this point everyone here is looking for games that interest us and are interesting not just are in vr you know that that effect is worn off um that said the game that was able to recreate that the best has to be skyrim going to blackreach for the i mean i'd already been there a thousand times (laughs) on a 2d screen but man going there and seeing this huge ancient like area seeing the doors like you don't realize these doors are like three times your height (laughs) you know they're just like doors in in the regular game it's hard to get a sense of scale and man the vr and skyrim there was so much scale and I, I just kept having these wow moments over and over. We I downloaded a mod that made it so you couldn't... Uh, it, it basically just adjusted the lighting. So once I was in the caverns, I had to like actually have a lantern or a, a torch if I wanted to see anything. And oh, just like sword in hand, <laughs> traveling down this like dark place with droggers everywhere. And all you can see are their blue eyes. Oh, it was just so cool. And that that was probably the biggest wow moment for me. Nice. Yeah, I feel like definitely the scale in VR can be a huge thing because that's one big thing that you don't get in 2D games. Right. Is like, wow. 
you don't yeah. get it and and nothing can convey that until someone yeah. actually gets to play it and like sees a dinosaur or a giant castle or something like they have no right. idea until they're in there like even minecraft if you played minecraft oh, VR, it's like so it's no longer that you see mountains out in the distance and you know okay those are mountains like they look like big mountains even though they're far away like you know physically for some reason through the way it's rendered that's a huge mountain out there and it's like it's like that in real life you know yes a mountain looks tiny in the distance but you know it's huge it's it's like that in the video game it's totally different mm. Absolutely. Things in the distance that just look like things in the distance on a screen suddenly look like big things in the distance in VR. Um, yeah, that, that, there's a bunch of nerdy shit I can get into about why that is, <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to hold myself. <laughs> All <Save> right. It. <laughs> so uh, next question, Tekaras asks us, where did we all get our names? So when he says that he means our like gamer tag names i'm now wondering if i should have held this off till we had all four guests because i'm sure (laughs) no offense to nat but i'm sure he was curious about uh uh destiny's username dollface what's adams again adams is like just adam (laughs) yeah i'm pretty certain it's like very hold up i can check real quick adam where you at yeah, I think this uh, is yeah, usually it's him. just Alpha Alpha Adam. Yeah. That's his <laughs> That's it's his like username. it's like put together. It's like it's actually like Alpha Adam, which yeah. when I first read it, I was like, what the heck? And I was like, oh it's Alpha. Alpha Adam. Alpha Adam. So I mean his is self explanatory, but I did kind of want to know about Dollface. Well, you will find out when you come back next week for the next podcast. Yeah. We'll we'll just tease it. <laughs> Um, I do know he'd previously asked, and it's not on here. He had previously asked what our workflow was. So I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll I'll give you that. Just real, real quick rundown. Um, we are recording in VR chat. Obviously, we're using. Wait, shoot! I wasn't supposed to say that. I'm gonna bleep that. Um, <laughs> so we're recording in VR. Um, and uh, we've got OBS to record our um, screens, and we've got uh what's it um and there's some like cool ways we can get cameras working but anyone who's used vr chat probably knows what we're talking about gosh darn i said it again (laughs) (laughs) just so many bleeps people are gonna think you're cussing at the storm (laughs) i gotta remember there's two bleeps now um what was i gonna say uh yeah so we use obs to record the game and (laughs) we we use um a Zencaster to record everyone's audio at the same time. It saves a lot of headache for me to have to sync everyone up if we recorded like um, individually. And then we're on Discord to talk to each other. And then I use uh, Adobe Audition to put bring together all the tracks I download from Zencaster. I work my magic. The magic creates a single MP3 file that goes everywhere and um, enters the interwebs. And then I uh, slave away at Premiere, and you guys get YouTube videos. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Sometimes me or or some magic mystery man does the final steps of YouTube <laughs> as far as tags, descriptions, and all that. But yeah, yeah, uh, it's pretty easy for all of us that just get to sit here and talk, and then Rip has to literally do everything and never get behind <laughs> on it. So perfect. Yeah, I never get behind on it. I'm just on point. All right, moving on. <laughs> So, uh, this week's news segment is brought to you by no one. We still have no sponsors, 
but this week we have gotten an offer on a sponsorship. I will not say anything more than that, but we do have an offer. So you might all be losing your uh, little uh, no sponsorship segment that um, I know some of you are so fond of. (laughs) (laughs) So news piece number one. I I always forget to omit the number one bit because otherwise I sound like the most extreme or something like that. Like news piece number one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, Steam, Steam, I was about to say Steam sale is having their sale. Steam is having their Steam sale. Um, Perfect. Nice. Uh, The Steam summer sale, it's happening now. It runs, it runs through July 9th. We got Half-Life Alex having its first sale um, in the history of its being available. Um, the price is now at $45, 25% off. You will get $5 off of either Alex or any other game that's over $30. Um, only one time, though, to be clear. And we got a ton of other VR games that are on sale. We got Boneworks. We got The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. We got Vacation Simulator. Who? wrote this like (laughs) (laughs) oh that would be our mystery helper (laughs) until until simulator was a popular game i mean vacation simulator that's kind of a big deal vacation simulator right now have you played it (laughs) um i no i played jobs job simulator that was was really fun i thought vacation simulator is fun the opposite um (laughs) (laughs) well all right whoever the 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 mysterious person who wrote this just i guess is a fan um uh, until you fall pavlov vr onward a whole bunch of games i think contractors on sale too um honestly if there's a game you want it's probably on sale on steam right now so go check that out guys it's 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 that time of the month that time of the year. <laughs> I mean year. I meant year. It's, it's Steam's even... flow sale. <laughs> it's that time of the month for Steam. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, so it's five dollars off any thirty dollar purchase, so it doesn't even have to be like a game that's thirty dollars. I got Boneworks on sale and Onward on sale together for thirty one dollars with that five dollars off so this is moved a pillow accidentally uh uh-oh whoops this is the time this is the time to get some steam games because you get that extra five dollars off too it just sweetens up any of the deals you're having on there so yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's time go buy some games we're all about it all right game game they should buy real quick going around uh half-life alex that's my vote I mean, that's the top one, but since you said that, I'm going to say Walking Dead if you don't have it. Like, that's another yeah. game that's incredible. Matt? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be the Destiny fill and say Pavlov. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, but we hear that every podcast. What's your <laughs> What's your specific one? Um, Vacation Simulator. There we go. <laughs> Never I played love it. Job Simulator. Never played it, but recommend it. All right, well, then say Job Simulator. Jeez. <laughs> You know, For all we know, we're getting them into a terrible game. Let's not fall into a rabbit hole here, but I do want to say something real quick. I do wonder these days, like now that VR's come so far, is Job Simulator one of those games that had a lot of wow factor for us because it was so fun in VR in the beginning? I wonder if it still holds up. So one of these weeks, I think I'll play it again and talk about that because I think that's a good question. 
Which one? Job Simulator. So like, mm-hmm. it was really good when VR first came out because all of us got to play with a phone and type on this right. and like do this. That is, is that stuff? Would it feel kind of tech demoy now that we've mm-hmm. come so far, or would it still be just as fun? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna do some research and get back on it. So tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. In the greater news, the better news, news piece number two, but not second. Better than best. Steam sales? Better than Steam sales. Man, nothing's Dreams. better than Steam sales. Rip, shut up. Dreams <laughs> is finally getting PSVR support update coming this month. So Dreams, if you don't know what that is, Unreal Engine is like a game engine where people build games, do whatever. Dreams is basically like that, but for the PS4. Anyone can get on and they can make really any game from what I've seen from like the most basic little version of Pong to like an intense first person shooter. Like the amount of tools you have at your disposal are crazy to do whatever you want in dreams. And now you're gonna be able to take those games you made and put them in VR. It's coming on the 22nd. I, I can't tell you. I'm super excited. I haven't even got dreams because I was just waiting for PSVR support. So now it's here. I got to buy it too. It's happening. It's been technically an early access on ps4 which is pretty weird because ps4 doesn't usually do that stuff but this is sony's big baby we're hoping it's going to be something huge so free update it's going to include new vr specific tutorials kits playable content it sounds like there's plenty to learn before you can go crazy and build that quadruple loop-to-loop space roller coaster you've been dreaming of (laughs) so you got to learn some best practices building gadgets and how to so get in there i'm super excited i i honestly probably won't spend much time building stuff i just don't have the time like i'd like to but i'm gonna get in there and try a bunch of stuff people have made because i i just want to see what people have done with it Mm -hmm. dream this is so cool i like even as someone who doesn't really play psvr anymore if you know i see a lot you browse i think we all browse the vr reddit the, the vr subreddits um and there's a lot of people posting like the progress they're making on the games they're making. And these are not dreams games. They're like quote real games. And there's a lot of stuff they have to work out when they're making VR games. Cause while a lot like unreal and unity have VR support it based off what I've seen, it clearly isn't like crazily integrated. Cause like a lot of people are trying to work out VR physics and tune them. And the fact that we're still having to do that per developer is unfortunate to see. So if Dreams nails this and has like good VR physics and interactions already there off the bat, that allows a lot of people to be creative about this. And it makes me wish that Dreams had a PC port because I feel like you could see some really cool stuff here. You know, VR is so full of experimentation and to open that up to just everyone and anybody that's that's pretty wicked i'm wondering too how far is this going to go into like ps5 world because i mean Mm. we're getting pretty close to ps5 launch here this has gotta this has gotta continue i know it's going to be backwards compatible but i would want to see dreams get the ability to actually push the ps5's technology to not just Mm -hmm. the ps4 so Mm -hmm. i i think the first thing i'm going to try and do someone was making pt again (gasps) in dreams and it looked it looked convincing I think that's one of the first things I'm going to try. If they make it in VR on Dreams, that's going to be one of the first things I try and do again, because that sounds terrifying. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was when PT came out. Like, I thought that it like should be VR. I think that would be so cool. I don't know that Mm -hmm. I would really be able to do it, (laughs) but it would be pretty sweet. 
I think you, I would you'd be try too it. Scared. Be like, yeah. this is really cool, and then that'd be it. <laughs> yes, go in for two seconds. Wow, neat. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> we did it, guys. <laughs> I would feel excited for all the. I would feel excited for people like Destiny, who who like yes. that. Yes, I think she would love that. Yeah, I bet she would. All right. Moving on. So this is one I'm particularly excited about. I mean, all this, these are pretty good. This is a pretty cool set of news for this news section, I think, compared to some of the the past weeks. So Onward, my favorite, well, maybe not my favorite, favorite VR game, but it's, it's easily top like three. Onward is coming to Oculus Quest uh, July 30th for, and... I like kind of messed up my transition to the latter part of the sentence. So let me restart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's crossplay. That's all I had to say. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) downpour interactive founder, Dante Buckley first announced that the studio was making a quest port for onward back at last year's ESL VR league season three championships. That was a while ago. Stating the game would feature crossplay with both Oculus Rift and steam VR headsets. Now, this is both cool for me because I now get to play with Destiny just whenever she wants on Onward because she's only on Oculus Quest and getting Link set up is kind of a bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's really cool. But also, it's really cool. So so this is like the first main st- quote mainstream um, VR shooter that's finally able to to make it to the quest i mean there's both like contractors and pavlov and i think onward as well have been available via side quest but side quest is like something for the more tech savvy that are able to set that up this is like proper this is on the oculus quest store anyone can get this it's just a purchase and download and that's super cool. I wish we had the price written here, but I'm pretty certain it's like 25, 35. Definitely affordable. I would say this game's easily worth 60, but that's just me. <laughs> so, yeah, super neat. Um I'm glad I I personally am biasedly glad that Onward was the first one because I want Onward to be the biggest shooter. Um, but nonetheless, I will be excited when like contractors and Pavlov makes their way to Oculus Quest. Well, this definitely has the potential, I think, to turn the tide a bit on people thinking Pavlov is the biggest one because there's so many people who have Quest, who want Quest, who are going to get Quest, and so many people, I, even me, who's pretty tech savvy, I still haven't side quested anything yet. Like it's just it's just enough of a barrier that I haven't tried to do it. So if it if this game was out by then, this would be the game I would play first so it's gonna bring a huge amount of people in and they're gonna all get addicted to onward and then from what rip has said and from what i've kind of seen it seems like it's a hard transition back to pavlov i played (laughs) even contractors of pavlov was a bit of a tough transition so i think this could really pull a lot of people into onward and actually discourage pavlov a bit so that'll be interesting to see how it plays out jay and i are both like yeah get Yeah, I'm definitely more. I'm 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 more excited for contractors coming on Quest, and in the non-biased me that just wants VR to succeed, um, I think it would be good for contractors to do well um, 
over Pavlov because I think Contractors is a little bit more polished. It looks better. It's cleaner. Um, I, I really think it's going to be – and this is just speculation. It's not like facts here. But I think it's going to be the next VR shooter, and it getting onto Quest first would really solidify that. And I think it'd be a good example for people to see as a good shooter in VR. Yeah, totally. Ooh, another. It is a good news week. Rip was right. We've got just good story after good story launching this week. In fact, it's actually tomorrow if you're in Pacific time because it's technically midnight. Blah blah blah. Tomorrow, Iron Man VR is coming out. Finally, PlayStation VR exclusive. Take that, Rip. PlayStation <laughs> VR exclusive. The title's being by, published by Sony, developed by Studio Camouflage, following a demo of the game released last Rip month. Rip And ahead of the week's July 3rd launch, the studio, they shared a deep dive on what players can expect from the game. I want to play this. It's too bad you shouldn't have sold your PlayStation so VR. On the... I'm sorry I went to a superior <laughs> headset. Well, it's not that superior oh. if you can't play Iron Man. <laughs> Anyways, post on the official blog, blah, blah, blah. Most important part you want to know, eight to 10 hours of playtime. So like for those of us like myself who played the demo, I was like, uh oh, is this covering a lot of the game? Eight to 10 hours is actually a pretty good chunk, especially when the game oh, is yeah. $39.99, unless you want to buy the deluxe edition, which is $10 more. But it doesn't really come with anything that I personally thought was where it's no DLC. It's just some more armor suits, some skill points to upgrade yourself a little sooner. I didn't think that was worth an extra 10 bucks personally, but I'm excited to be live streaming actual gameplay tomorrow night of this. I can't Woo! wait. Rip, how do you feel about it? <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Is Iron Man VR not out on PlayStation VR? I'm confused. There was a demo. This launches tomorrow full time. Oh, There's only been a I demo. Thought, I thought it was already out. No. The demo was decently long, though. That's why we were all worried. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I remembered was that the demo was like a good chunk of time because you'd played it for a good chunk of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I just went, oh, yeah, the game's out now. Nope. That's, that's a good, I mean, again, I'm really bummed and want this to be on PC VR. I don't know why it's not. Um, well, I do know why. It's because Sony put a <laughs> oh. buttload of money and um down on for marvel and was like here only release it for us and take our filthy bribe Um, (laughs) and it succeeded um yeah short of the filthy bribe this is really cool you know iron van vr is uh, you know it does give a really good incentive for people to pick up the playstation vr it's still a good system it still holds up I didn't really care for it as much, but it still holds up. And what I'm hoping, you know, Sony staying in the game like this is still a good sign, even if I don't get to play it. You know, they, them and Facebook sticking it in for the long run on VR. These are always going to be good things um, until we're really at a point where we're like, why are you still guys still being exclusive? This is dumb. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it, it's it's good to see is is my stance, even though if I am personally mad at it. <laughs> and there's going to be plenty of successes on both sides of the table. We did. Yeah. We're not going to cover this in the news, but Facebook just bought another big VR studio themselves. Yeah, so we're seeing more and more of this battle starting to happen between. That means these companies believe in VR. They know there's a future. In it, and now they're starting to battle like I'm going to get more of the pie first so that I can be the winner. So that means they both see it as successful. So that's great. Mm-hmm. good news for vr Woo. yeah 
I mean, I own a PlayStation VR. I mean, not VR, a uh, 4. I could buy the PlayStation VR again and play this, but I don't know if Iron Man VR is a is a $400 game or even a <laughs> $200 game. $100 used, you can find yeah, the PSVR now. $100. Is it a $100 used game? That plus the price of the game? I Ooh, think but so. Resident Evil is also going to be out exclusively on PlayStation VR. That, okay, that might... That might sway me. That might. You gotta be. You gotta be like me at this point. You gotta have a PlayStation and a Facebook headset. Like, yep. if you want to get the best of all the games, you yeah. kind of have to have both. Mm-hmm. Only if they introduce official controllers with joysticks. Next, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Next gen. <laughs> it's gonna be a while. I feel like before we hear about that. Ugh. Yeah. Well, then it's then it's gonna. Sorry, PlayStation. I don't care how many really nice games you got. If you make me keep teleporting, I'm not gonna pick up your. There's a lot of games you don't have to teleport in. It's so. What do you do? (laughs) They have so you like press the thumb button and and put your drag yourself forward. No. Well, no. You just put put your hand like in front of you. Press the thumb button and you go that way, or you can move. Your arms, so like, it's just you can go that way or that way. It's actually pretty. It actually works pretty well. It's not too <laughs> weird, and especially once you get used to it, it's, it's <laughs> your whole body's moving. So that just looks weird when you try and shake your head. No. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like a run button, is what it it yeah. really is. And sadly, yes, we should have had a joystick. We've all we're over that. We're not going to fight about it anymore. But that at least we have that in games to where you can kind of function or. <laughs> games that are AIM compatible, then you get your joysticks and then it's yes. just great. Right. Yeah, that yeah. is nice. Oh, PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very All excited right. for PSVR 2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, like the the new one? Wait, what? Yeah, there's going to be a new one, but they're dragging their feet on announcing oh, right. anything about it. So yeah. you probably won't hear about it until... I'm guessing they might say more about it like the holiday season this year and it probably won't come out until the next, next year holiday season or something, yeah but... i think i agree yeah that'll be really cool though to see what you know playstation has a ton of money to put in this mm-hmm. and unlike facebook they've got a ton of experience in developing so- um hardware so right. you know that's how they were able to pull off such a good headset to work on a console so yeah i am i'm also just really psyched to see you know, they've had what four or five years now to work on yeah. the PlayStation VR. I am I'm expecting excited. some good stuff. I think it's going to be cool, but we mm-hmm. won't know for a while. Anyway. <laughs> All right, for our last news piece, Until You Fall is arriving on PlayStation VR and Oculus Quest. So, Shell Games, what? Oh, I see. Um, Shell Games VR hack and slash. This is just a lot of. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to like this this sounded okay in my head, but it, not, saying it out loud is not happening. Okay, so <laughs> so until you fall, um, made by Shell Games, <laughs> is leaving early access sometime in fall 2020. Um, when it does, it will be coming out on two platforms: PlayStation VR and Oculus. Wait, and Oculus Quest. Does it, yep. is it, did I, is it supposed to be, it also comes out on these platforms? At the, yeah, basically at the same time as it comes out of uh, early okay. access, it launches gotcha. fully on these two. Okay. So, yeah, guys, this is going to be on PC. It's going to be on PSVR and it's going to be on Oculus Quest. That's like, Sweet. that's perfect. That's what every VR game should be at this point. 
absolutely um so St- and it's going to be out on um oculus store and uh, steam vr store for those that are curious um so it's super cool um when it releases we're going to see a lot of like performance optimizations balance updates bug fixes um, a lot of like general just make it like polished sort of stuff um so i don't think we've been able to personally own this game right you don't own it right jay yeah so we don't own this game i try to stay away from early access games in general even vr ones unless um unless i think there's not anything significant to like like single player games i tend to wait till they're just released onward i think is still technically early access and so i picked that up because i don't even know when they're going to be out of early access and the game seems fine so i'm super excited to see this i'm waiting till it is quote fully released before i'm picking this one up but it looks pretty cool um there was a game that it reminded me of that i could not remember the name of and i couldn't easily google it but if anyone knows what i'm talking about it was like this it kind of came out when uh so this is for like uh mobile gaming they were like back when like uh let's see there was there was modern combat nova and like call of duty nazi zombies back when like those were the games to play on phones like early iphone sort of deal um there was another really popular one infinity blade that's what it was um infinity blade for the for all 10 of you that are like oh i loved infinity blade (laughs) um you now get to fulfill your dream in vr maybe the next closest thing would be um oh what's that ubisoft game that uh uh did sort of well you don't play enough PC, regular PC games, Jay. <laughs> I, I, do I can't not. rely on you for this. I do not. Adam's not yeah. here this week. You're just you're just effed over there. <laughs> Are you even going to be able to talk on our discussion section? You didn't put what it was on the script, so I have no idea. <laughs> what do you mean? It's literally at the bottom of the script. Games we'd like to see in VR. Oh, it's it, there's a spot that says title. You can't see the script audience. The spot says title and has a little spot to put it. And then he put a couple enters down lower. So <laughs> I didn't realize it. Yeah, let me make it real. All right. You better think on this. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, Process in the back it. of your brain. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this game that we're talking about right now, it's it looks cool. If you're fighting with swords. Uh, I, of course, the footage we saw was only early access, so it's probably oh, uh-oh. it probably. I was trying to do? fight with a sword. I'm so oh. sorry. <laughs> They're okay, in the same on. room, guys. Hang on, we're sharing a mic between us, and she just punched the crap out of it. I uh, <laughs> sorted it. She sorted the crap out of the mic. So the footage we've seen <laughs> is in early access, and it, it did show some teleporting and stuff. So I mean, I'm sure that's all going to be fixed. But I am excited because. Outside of like Skyrim and a few others that have done a little bit, like there still hasn't been a lot of great sword play yet, I feel like. And I'm interested mm-hmm. to see what they do with it, because like the, there's a game called Shadow Legends that did it really well. Like you actually had to block Raid your Shadow enemy's Legends? swings. No, just Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> you had to block your enemy's swings with your sword, and then that would open up a moment where you could actually attack. And that's what the game's neat, because too many of them, you just reach your hand out and swing your hand violently and you kill your enemies. <laughs> and that's not mm-hmm. the kind of sword play we want. We want to have feel like we're actually having a battle so i'm hoping this one kind of nails that it looked like in the trailers it kind of does so i'm excited to see what this is like when it comes out of early access right 
I finally remembered what that game's called. So it's like it's like For Honor, guys. So it's that it's a similar principle of like when they attack a certain way, you have to defend a certain way, um, and vice versa. And then there's like like blocking, and it's a little bit more like preset mechanics into the game that makes it both more intuitive and uh, provide some direction to its gameplay. And we've been seeing more and more of that in a lot of these styles of games on uh, uh, for regular um, 2D screen games, I guess. You know, uh, Chivalry, uh, Mordhau, For Honor, all these games have kind of figured out you don't want just random flailing of the sword. You want some very, you want some more specific gameplay mechanics of you know swipe this way then dodge this way and then there's like a sort of dance between the two players as they work those mechanics between each other so this one's really working on that i think it'll do really well if it pulls this off um i think that'll provide some depth to the gameplay that's less random and more uh interesting did do we know if this is pvp or pve I do not know that. I believe, or I feel like looking I just at it, watched, it was one yeah, player, but I, I just rewatched the trailer and I couldn't really tell what it was, to be honest. I I think I thought it was person versus envi- environment. I think it's person versus environment. <laughs> the third comment down reminds me of Infinity Blade. Uh, so, nice. I'm not the only one. That's his comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that looks really cool. I'm I'm extremely excited. I think I think this is going to be a fun one. You sound extremely excited. I always am. I, this is, this I'm is my extremely excited. excited. <laughs> this is my excited voice. I don't I don't get too crazy this unless looks it's a, really cool. unless it's a PlayStation <laughs> VR exclusive. One thing before we concluded the news section, I needed to say. Uh, right. we, we talked about Rogue Squadrons a couple weeks ago. We talked about like the first day the news had come out and multiple news outlets had said this was coming out PC VR, PlayStation VR and standalone. All of them were edited by the next day and got rid of the word standalone. So we said we thought this was coming to Quest. We thought that, you know, standalone meant Quest as far as Rogue Squadrons. That is wrong. That is not happening. Oh, so, so you need damn. to link it up if you have a Quest. That's the only way you're going to be able to play it. But know that i'm sorry i'm sorry we said that wrong uh we're not we're not too big to say hey we screwed up on re-reporting someone else's news so (laughs) our bad our mistake i just want to make sure we got that out there to everybody so do we know do you know if it's going to be on the oculus store or if it's going to be just like on steam vr it said oculus steam origin i don't even know why it would say origin like it said all the platforms xbox playstation like oh. it, epic like it said it was going to be on everything and originally the word standalone was on there but now they switched all of them to pc and playstation so yeah it's going to be available pretty much everywhere but you're not going to be able to play on the quest without a link or of course playing it through your wi-fi with the virtual desktop if you're one of those cool people who knows how to do that (sighs) all right that is that is good to point out thank you yes (laughs) all right you got any news pieces for us natalie no (laughs) i don't have a script Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have put a news piece for you just to see how you do. I would do great. Make I'm up some. Sure. Make up some fake news real quick about the okay. VR industry. All right, fake news. But then they'll tell us we're a fake news source. 
I don't want to be fake news. Moving on. Dang it, no fake news. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas, we are on to the game section. Fellas! I'm sorry, I keep saying that. (laughs) For ladies. For ladies. For ladies. I, I... I like I got into this saying after working at um, a place I actually can't disclose. I don't Ooh. think um, because they've been but... shut down for sexism since then. <laughs> That's why I no. didn't say where it was. But I had a coworker. <laughs> I had a coworker. I will give a hint actually that the only people who could work in this were guys. Um, <laughs> uh, was this like a strip club? Victor- <laughs> no. Victorio's secret. Victorio's secret. <laughs> <laughs> Men's lingerie. <laughs> You have to know the right places in LA to. <laughs> um, so, um, but because all the coworkers were guys, there was a guy there that would just always say like "morning fellas" and stuff like that. And I just I don't know. I like picked it up at some point. Now I can't um, not say that when I'm referring to a group of people. <laughs> we will break you. Don't worry. All right, I'll take it. All right, all right, everyone. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> we are on to the game section. Uh this week's game section is brought to you by No One. We still have no sponsors. <laughs> but if you would like to be a sponsor on this week's or not this week's, too late for this week's. Um <laughs> next week's or any future uh podcast episodes, reach out to me at ribmacfee at fulldivepodcast.com. That's R-I-P-M-C-A-F-E-E at fulldivepodcast.com. Not next week's either. No, you're, probably... you're, t- you're two weeks out now, people, if you want to get Whoa. on this podcast. Yeah, that's get true. Get on it. Get on it. All right. So. <laughs> so tell us what you've been playing a lot of, Rip. I have been playing a lot of Onwards. So I hinted at last week that I have, well, not really hinted at, I just said um, that I had joined a, a quote, pro team. I'm going to say it's more competitive because the prize pool is only like $1,400 or $1,500, which to me doesn't really mean pro. Like Ooh, you're not, nothing. you're not making a living on this. <laughs> that, that 1500 then has to be split between at least five people. So <laughs> that's for like what, two seasons a year. That's nothing. Um, that said, uh, it is competitive and it is, you know, on YouTube and it's streamed and it looks all very official. So um, it's a lot of fun. I've joined one of these. I, I joined a rookie team, did well enough that some fool thought I would always do that well. <laughs> and um, <Big> mistake <laughs> and recruited me to uh, a, a quote pro team. Um, when I say that fast enough, it sounds like I'm saying quote pro. Um, a quo pro a quo pro team um (laughs) and uh uh that's that's been pretty sweet we're um as of monday which was two days ago we have officially entered the uh tournament season um we're gonna have our first game sunday i believe um so by the time this podcast goes out you will hopefully have heard about it and can uh uh two days from this podcast release watch it and i think it's going to be streamed i'm pretty certain it's going to be streamed but if not it'll be on youtube uh look for um well actually we're still working out the players so there's a possibility i will be on reserves as opposed to the starter team 
So maybe I won't be there. I'll put, I'll, you know, join the Discord channel, guys, and you'll find out. I'll put information out. So that's, I've been, I've been practicing, been running scrims, been getting my ass kicked, been kicking others' asses less often. And it's, it's been fun. Oh, gosh, oh crap. I was like, well, are you flying around? Hmm. He got so excited. He jumped out of his chair. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so For all you sports fans that can't watch sports right now. That's yeah. Watch. <laughs> okay. I'm actually low key excited that uh, F1 is going to be starting out for anyone that's also an f1 fan <laughs> kind of niche especially for an american uh, yes that is that is <laughs> exciting for you Yay. We, we've talked about onward before but for for nat who wasn't here i mean it's a probably would you say it's the most intense military sim shooter like because you played kind of all of them is it like the most real as far as sh- killing people shooting people like i mean you if you're talking vr shooters it's a pretty small market so <laughs> you know no not her pillow um you just ask yeah you can't really talk real for killing and shooting <laughs> just people? put it on the ground yes yes i did this is, this is do you know what it's like to really kill and shoot people I he plays airsoft so he knows exactly what it's oh, like that's true yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he gets it um that said, uh, while I don't know what it's like to kill people, I know what it is like <laughs> to shoot them with airsoft guns. <laughs> and I do not intend to learn what the, the former is like. Um, <laughs> I'm there for this sport of playing against others, not for... Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Not, out for, the darker, not just... for being a murder simulator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm there for the teamwork. I'm there for the, you know, all the, you know, it's fun to like learn to like work as a team, peek corners, watch angles, all that, all that stuff. That's really cool to me. So, um, yeah, Onward is definitely the thing about once you get into pro level is it loses a lot of that sort of feeling of it being um, a milsim for some reason. Well, not for some reason. I know why. Um, and that's because Milsim is typically more emergent in its style of gameplay. So like uh, for 2D comparison, you have like Onward or not, gosh darn it, not Onward, uh, Arma, or you have um, Squad or Hell Let Loose or Postscriptum. And I'm sure these people here are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, hopefully some of you have heard of, of Arma. That's a pretty popular game. Um, so... But when I say Milsim, you know, you've got like tight tactics, but it's more like you have an objective, your team works to like complete that objective. And it's, it's, it's a lot of emergent gameplay. It's less of an arena shooter. It's, you know, you've got big, you have more open maps. You're trying to play the game, not really knowing what'll happen short of just, you've got an objective. Whereas this, while we're playing in a Milsim game in the sense that, I don't know the time to kill is really quick. These aren't large maps. You know, this isn't really Milsim gaming at this point. It's Milsim enough that I really like it because goodness, I could not do competitive, excuse me, uh, competitive Pavlov or contractors. I liked contractors, um, but I don't even contractors. The recoil felt really high 
and like unrealistically high like by the time i it wasn't pavlov where like i'd be pointing my hand down at my knee by the time i'm done shooting a magazine um but i still had to pull my left hand down way more than i wanted to um and just the general style of gameplay was very arena like the time to kill was really long so onward is like you've got like one maybe two shots um depending on the gun and depending on if people are wearing wearing body armor super quick it's all about holding really tight angles you have to be really on point it's a it's all about positioning and team play you know you're you're not gonna be able to run around a corner and rely on your skills to save you if they have the drop on you then they have the drop on you and competitive play just brings that to a whole nother level because these people know these maps like the back of their hand and that's why like even me with years of airsoft experience like I can hop into an onward public match and do pretty decently. And I can even hop into um, like the rookie boot camp, which is against other people who haven't really played as much um, competitive games and was able to do decently. I wasn't able to play in the tourney because of stuff, but that's another story. But man, once you get into this, like playing against the other pro teams, these guys know these maps so well that it, my skills only take me so far. I still got to know all these angles and I have to learn the meta for this game. So I still prefer this over, like, I still enjoy this, even though I'm more of a Milsim person. Like if there was more of a, I, I wish that there was a version of this game that was more Milsim, was more like squad or armor where you had really big maps and you could, really like create your own objectives and was a little bit more sandbox like as opposed to arena ish because as quick as the time to kill is on onward it's still at the end of the day plays like a really t quick time to kill arena shooter because the maps are small and there's not like a whole lot of gadgets you have at your disposal and it's only 5v5 it's it's not quite milsim Sorry, I There's... went a while on that. <laughs> <laughs> you touched on so many things I wanted to bring up, but one thing that I... I would love to see if there's a developer that hears this and is like, whoa, maybe that'd be cool. I would love to see a military style sim shooter that has procedurally generated levels. And I know that might be <laughs> totally impossible, but I hate when I get into a game and and surprisingly, my shooter skills in VR are actually decent, where if you put me in Call of Duty or Halo, I would be terrible. But it's because VR can translate a bit more, I think, to some real life experience I have. And and so but the problem is I get in against these pros that know the map so well that it doesn't matter how quickly I can get on site and shoot them and try to take them down. They know the map so well that they're always at such an advantage. I would love to see a game that changes the maps to where everyone goes in. It's a bit more of a level playing field. So it's really more about your skills and how you can adapt your tactics with your team right. rather than just the other team knowing where everything is already. That yeah. I think that would be amazing to see something like that. Absolutely. I would love to see that even in a non-VR setting. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah, absolutely. The way currently the way Milsim games get around this is by having maps that are just so damn big that they can keep placing the objective randomly throughout the map so that every game does sort of play differently while you begin to learn some of the meta for like the grand map like all right that's generally a good place to hold because it watches this valley that sort of stuff it's it's still fairly emergent gameplay and that's why i also play squad a lot 
not a VR shooter though. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, if that ends up as a VR shooter first, oh, oh, oh that'd be so good. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I absolutely agree. That'd be so cool. Keep them guessing. The other thing I was going to touch on there too. So for people who don't know what one is or how Rip plays, he plays with a pro tube. So to give you more of a tactile feel of like you're holding a gun, your controllers have these magnets on them and they hook into an actual bar. So instead of like when I play a game and I'm just holding my hands in the air, trying to lock them about in the approximate position, he gets to actually lock them into this bar. But that makes it more noticeable. I think when you're playing a game that has horribly thick recoil, because you're actually pulling your bar down and essentially it might, be messing with your rear controller where for me i can keep my right hand locked no matter what and no matter how far i'm pulling my left hand down to compensate for recoil my right hand never changes angle so i can see where that would be even more frustrating for him especially in the games like contractors where i i didn't notice in contractors and pavlov it drove me crazy but that's a factor that can really change it too if you're playing with something like that which i want to i want to get one i just haven't mm-hmm. done it yet yeah that sounds cool well you picked up onward you should absolutely play it with us um that'd be super fun yeah but you're you're spot on your your estimation is absolutely correct because it's one thing to feel like you're having to just drag one hand down it's another thing to feel like you have like it, it, it try you know i have a stock to add realism to it i can you know lock the controllers in place and i have three points of contract one hand second hand and my shoulder and it's really secure i can aim solidly and everything's very stable and it, it a lot of my real life skills translate a lot better in that scenario but the moment there's unrealistic recoil it means i'm like pointing my it it will it's this disconnect between feeling like i'm pulling my like pointing at the ground with my two hands while my gun's still paint, pointing straight like it i'm sure that doesn't even sound like remotely fun and it isn't yeah yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> we need yeah, an weird. aim controller. <laughs> that, yes. that was the thing on the PS4, the aim controller. Having that physical feeling of holding it, it's yeah. so good. The aim we controller need, is pretty sweet. Yeah, we need something more like that. Well, as far as kind of on the military sim things, I decided to go back and play. I'm so mad Adam's not here because I was right? going to call him. I was going to call him a nerd. So sad. And I was going to blame him for this because he has been going on and on about IL2, some crazy plane war game. It's but World he's, War II. Yeah. Plane oh, yeah. <laughs> he's been talking about that. And so I was like, you know, I want to dust off the HOTAS and see, get it back in because <laughs> I've, I've told you before on the podcast, I am not into flight simulator games whatsoever i don't care about that crap at all when it comes to playing it on a monitor but when i get in vr all of a sudden it's so different you feel like you're actually in this plane you use the hotas joystick and it feels so real so i wanted to get back in and play some ace combat 7 is currently the only one i have on psvr but it's you don't get to play the whole game you just get to play a few missions but it is so cool it has vr support for three vr specific missions yes oh uh it's not the entire game but but it's enough Name. to give you it's enough to give you a taste, especially with the Hotas. That's like, holy crap. I also have the mm-hmm. pedals for the Hotas. I don't know why I'm just I buy peripherals too much, uh, but you set it all up and it's so cool. But like the thing, it's so different because like you're looking up and you're actually seeing your target and you're trying to maneuver your plane up towards that target that you can look at. You're not looking through this tiny little monitor and and it's it's so fun and it's really intense ace combat they did a good job and it's actually a perfect fit for vr because 
things at a distance can be blurry and you don't really notice because it's like you're up and you're up high and there's clouds like it doesn't really bother you as much as it would with other games that you can't see out into the distance because all you really need to see are these planes that are around you and what you're shooting at it's it's super fun if, if you have ace combat 7 even it would probably still be really fun with the controller but man if you can get your hands on a hotas to play this it's just so much better with that joystick in your hand. It feels so good. But oh, man, if you were get one to get motion sick, that is the way to do it right there. <laughs> Fly that game and uh, make yourself sick as hell. So I, I don't think Nat, did you ever did you ever get to try that one? Yeah, I did. I remember I was yeah. just thinking about that. Like it was back quite a while ago when we first got the the joystick thing and it yeah, I was only able to play it for like a few minutes because it was like, oh, like you just the way you see that you're going like you can go upside down and all that stuff. And I already am a little bit prone to VR sickness. So, yeah, it, it's pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Most definitely. It's the, cool, um, very intense. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I got to. Well, not I got to. I I occasionally have bouts of playing like uh, for like twenty hours straight, just Elite Dangerous in VR, <laughs> um, and then I'll wean off it. Um, <laughs> but uh, when I first really got into Elite Dangerous in VR, same exact thing. I like I already f- thought I had my VR legs, but man, did like especially in a spaceship, which is even worse. You're like rarely facing the same way you know you're constantly just uh, you know there is no up and down the up and down is arbitrary so absolutely (laughs) like when when you're first getting into games like that yeah almost like being underwater like if you were like pushed down underwater by a wave and you know there is an up and down but you can't really tell and it's just like what (laughs) yeah exactly it's like being a perpetual state of being like tossed around underwater and your brain gets used to it guys for those that are like that sounds like horrible experience yeah it 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 took me i don't know 10 20 minutes to get over it it's not that big a deal yeah but if you're prone to vr sickness definitely like do it in small bouts go back into it and there's a lot of different things you can do i think you guys talked about this in one of the episodes, but I can't remember which one it was. But um, fans on you are really helpful. Yes. I use C bands, S-E-A bands, um, like the ocean, mm-hmm. um, that are really helpful, too, for those kind of things, C especially bands? intense games. Like what that. are those? C are bands? They... Um, they're like they're like little wristband things, um, elastic uh-huh. wristbands, and they have like a little plastic... Um, ball on it that um pushes on a pressure point on your uh on the bottom of your wrist and it just like presses on this pressure point that helps you um i guess know where you're at in space or something that helps you not get um vr sick slash um motion sick yeah and Mm -hmm. actually i was pretty skeptical um when i got them and we um went on a helicopter ride a couple years ago and I got those. It, it was funny because I got them right after we went on the helicopter ride, I think, not like during the helicopter ride. But I used them uh, when we had gone on like a, a boat and when we I get pretty motion sick on planes and it helped with that and it helps with VR. So um, I don't know why, but it is really helpful. 
So yeah, that's a little trick for people if you get VR sick. Well, like and, even, oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say to those of you out there who are hearing that and are like, "Oh, snake oil, placebo effect." Like, dude, I I don't understand the hate of placebo effects. If it's an effect and it makes me right. feel better, I don't care if it's fake. I don't care if someone right. gave me a sugar pill and said, "This is gonna cure your headache." Can it cure my headache? I don't care if it cured my headache because it was a psychosomatic thing. If it worked, it worked. So I'm okay right. with it. And I was actually really skeptical when I was like, "Eh, whatever." Like this seems kind of dumb, but I figured I'd try it anyway and um if i was skeptical and it worked i feel like it, that's pretty good so I, it's right. worth a try they're pretty cheap you can find them on amazon mm-hmm. i think yeah for like less than right. ten dollars or around ten dollars or something like that and and you know this when we say it's like a placebo thing well vr sickness in itself is a bit of a placebo thing it's a mental issue of your right. brain going i can't figure out why i'm seeing the world moving but the body is saying everything's still not moving it it's that disconnect Mm -hmm. so if you have something even it doesn't matter if you've got your own weird thing to get over it you know it's just a tool to help the brain go okay things are fine the world isn't going crazy and i'm going to keep playing this game yeah it's Shut totally up, true. And we all call it motion sickness, which actually kind of adds to the problem. It's not. Motion sickness yeah. is when your body's being shaken, your inner ear gets shaken, and that makes you feel sick. That is a physical reaction. VR sickness is technically simulator sickness, which yeah. is just what Rip said. It's your body. It's your brain going, why don't I feel this motion that I see? Oh, I'm just going to get sick instead. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Natalie, you played a game that is something that you really like what what was it tell us about it yeah so and i this is a game that's pretty old now but um i picked it back up recently just because i was thinking about it um it is called zing the land beyond which when it first came out i thought it was called xing the land beyond but that is not correct um and it originally was on pc only and um, that's before we had a PC VR. And so it came out later on PlayStation VR and I was really excited about it and kind of, um, uh, kept on the news about it. And the developer is, um, white Lotus. And I remember like looking up all the news things, waiting for it to come out on PSVR and they worked really hard to really optimize it for, um, the PlayStation VR release because PlayStation so different than PC. So they had like times where it was supposed to come out and then it was like, Oh, it's delayed, but it was totally worth it. It's such a gorgeous game and I have not finished it yet because I like picked it up, did it for a little bit, played some other games. You know, there are just so many games that we have. And so, but it's a puzzle game and it's, it's a unique puzzle game because it's like um, in the game, you're like going into, as it says, like the land beyond. So like you're dead and you're going into like, it's not creepy though. It's like kind of a spiritual game. Um, But the puzzles are really cool. And one reason I was really excited about it is because it reminded me actually of a game. Jay, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm fighting with the cat. Just keep going. (laughs) Because we currently have this bug going on and I'll, I'll hopefully be cutting angles to hide it. But because they're in the same place, Jay's microphone is picking up <laughs> Natalie's audio, 
so his mouth moves when she talks. So she was talking, and you were fighting the cat, but to me it looked like you were just going, much, 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 much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) 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 These are things you're all missing if you're not watching the YouTube channel. Exactly. Make sure you stop. It is really fun to watch it on YouTube, actually. It's really cool. (laughs) And it's even a different experience. Every week I listen to the podcast and then I watch the YouTube videos as they come out. And it's actually like it's like a different experience watching it on YouTube. Like you catch things that you couldn't see when you're just listening to the podcast it's actually really cool so yeah definitely check out the youtube channel so Mm -hmm. anyway sorry i just had to (laughs) (laughs) um so you're in this afterlife um you go through these puzzles um and it reminded me of this game that was on the gear vr which is called what is it the called? La- uh, Land's End. Oh, yeah. Land's End. So still land in there. And um, which is it's like a puzzle game thing. And you're going through these pretty landscapes doing these puzzles. And this was like, obviously, Gear VR was much, uh, had much less good graphics and all that kind of stuff. And so it's, oh, it's just a really gorgeous game. And again, the developer really made sure to optimize it, to bring it to PSVR, not just like, I don't think you really can just copy paste for um, PC versus PlayStation VR because it's so no, probably different. not at all. Um, but man, it just like you go into it and it again, we were talking about scale earlier, like everything it, there are all these different gorgeous areas. There's the first level, I believe you're on a beach and you can like just see these big, beautiful trees. You just really feel like you're there. It's a great game for when you can't leave the house as much because you just get these beautiful areas um where you get Mm -hmm. to just be outside in these nice places and one of the levels i love so much it's raining it's like a lightning storm so it's like raining and you see the lightning and i love storms so that one is so nice and the 3d audio in playstation is so cool like you move around and you can hear the rain sounds change as you move and it's that's it's pretty just really sweet cool. and it has like these the spiritual aspect of it it's like you're meeting these different um spirits and learning these different stories of these different people so it's mm-hmm. a really cool and unique game um that just brings all these different aspects in and in these just beautiful areas so i've really enjoyed getting back into that game Mm -hmm. i'm looking this up now to see what it's all about this looks really cool it It, is awesome it is gorgeous don't expect this is going to be like the most exciting it's not action-packed by any no yeah this is if you (laughs) want to go say i haven't heard of it though it was kind of a big deal because the trailers that were coming out back when VR was still kind of early and new yeah, looked like oh. way beyond what anything had done at that yeah. time. It looked so gorgeous and so amazing. And it and they it to, it seemed like it took so long for it to come out even on PC first. Like everyone was waiting and I think it got I think it got crowdfunded and everyone wanted it and then it like finally came out and then we were still on PlayStation waiting forever but it is graphically one of probably oh, the yeah. best looking games it's on PlayStation VR. It's beautiful. It's I'll just, have to play it on PC. Yeah, it's it's 
definitely worth it. It's so, it's such a pretty game. And again, a great game for right now when you can't go out to places as much. Like it's just, it, again, very calming. And especially that one level with the rain, if you like rain and rainstorms, it's, I go in it and I'm just like, "Ah." it just feels so nice. (laughs) And there's no like, you know, you don't have to fight enemies or anything. It's just these cool puzzles that you mm-hmm. figure out. And it's it's very fun. That sounds pretty neat. kind of reminds me of a, a Paper Beasts, uh, what you guys were talking about yeah. last. Oh, yeah, Paper Beasts. It's episode. a much prettier, <laughs> yeah. prettier and less aggressive version, apparently, according to <laughs> Where Destiny. Where you're not accidentally letting poor little animals get killed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so sad. <laughs> It's one of those games that also reminds you like VR can be more than shooters and action. Like it can take you on a journey and an experience that's just beautiful and breathtaking where a video game can kind of do that. But there still needs to be there still needs to be like a game like Journey. There still needs to be some sort of like narrative and stuff. VR can just be so breathtaking that the game can actually be really simplistic and still make you have an emotional reaction, which is right. Amazing. Just exploring a castle can be cool in VR. Yeah. So, yeah, I I know. Yeah, it's why Google Earth VR is one of the more fun, more breathtaking games to because it's it's not even really a game, but it's just such a cool experience. Mm -hmm. VR, absolutely. (laughs) VR, (laughs) the future. (laughs) Get in the game. <laughs> That's what it felt like you were gonna say. No, Get no. EA Sports. Um, it's in the game. All right. Moving on <laughs> for our last section, the opinion section. So this week we'll be talking about games we'd like to see in VR. Uh, again, I kind of wish I'd, I'd I'd put that in back when. Uh, uh, we were still expecting Adam and Destiny to be on this podcast. And again, unfortunately, they couldn't make it. Um, that, and of course, I have like the two worst people. <laughs> huh. Rude and untrue. Oh, I'm offended. <laughs> How do I make the middle finger in this? Hang on. I'm gonna you need an out. index. There it is. <laughs> do you see it? Does it look like it from your angle? It does. Uh... Damn it. Okay, there, there. That's That's it right there. Okay. Nice. Are you well, not? Are you not like Jay that just only plays uh, VR games? I, I I thought you guys were both that way. I so the flat games that I play are mainly older games because I grew up playing like Donkey Kong, uh, Super Mario, and then uh, Spyro and stuff like that um, hmm. with my sister. Like we that's what got me into gaming. And so I still am kind of partial to those kind of games. The flat games that I play are mainly older games, just kind of the nostalgia factor. Sort of older, like platformers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever play Ratchet and Clank? I did not, but I need to because it's the same studio as Spyro. And you should check out the, if you haven't seen it already, um, PlayStation released uh, during their big, uh, event that they had very recently um they they shoot they showed off uh ratchet and clank that's going to be coming out on the playstation 5 have you seen that yet 
Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it looks, it looks so good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I might have to play that. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty sweet. Alas, this is a VR podcast. Would you want to see that in VR? <laughs> I, you know, I would really like to see. I mean, I know there are games that are kind of Mario Kart esque. But I feel right. like Mario Kart would be so cool. Like actual Mario Kart. I, that wouldn't happen because it's Nintendo, but that would be <laughs> so cool. Right. Um, to be able to because that game is such a nostalgia game and like so cool to play with others, and it would be so cool in VR, because even just like driving uh racing games that are in VR right now are so fun to play. And if you bring in that fun factor of getting to like throw a shell at someone and stuff, mm-hmm. that would be really cool. Well, have you heard and of, of um, any games? Have you heard of Crash Team Racing (CTR)? Oh yeah, I used to play that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty close game to uh, Mario True. Kart, and it. Yeah. I could see them creating a VR port. That would be so cool. Yeah, I really liked Crash Team Racing as a kid. That would be that would be really cool seeing yeah. all the characters. We have all the right. remastered one and it's so cool. It's like exactly it the same gameplay, but it looks gorgeous on the PS4. Right. Yeah, it is really yeah. cool. Okay, PlayStation. <laughs> do it. Do it. I mean you guys I I think Jay mentioned he might have played this, but have you guys played a uh, mini motor racing? Uh, which one is that? No, no. <laughs> you guys, no. you guys should if if that's if you're looking for that type of gameplay, Mini Motor Racing honestly was a pretty solid game. Um, that definitely captured that style of racing, like like arcade racing, um, where you've got pickups and you're on a small map, and it's it's more about having fun rather than trying to replicate a Ferrari to the highest detail. Um super fun I, w- I would it's it's on um the oculus store i don't know if it's on the steam store but uh you should guys should try that out if you're looking for that it's a little different the maps are actually smaller than the mario kart ones typically are it's it's very tight game but if you get that one in the first person it might be a little rough if you're uh, prone to motion sickness but once you get over that uh, i'd say it's pretty cool let's try that out but mario kart itself in vr while an absolute pipe dream would be yes. very cool. It would be so cool. It actually <laughs> does exist. Uh, what? If you're rich and you can fly there, there is arcades in China oh. and Japan that have it. And they strap uh, Vive trackers on your wrists. What? And then it has, it has I think, a physical steering wheel. But the rip trackers are on your wrist because it has hand track. Because you reach out and you grab a shell as you drive oh. by. And then you throw it. Oh, my God. It's, it's arcade only. There's video of it. You can see it looks <laughs> oh amazing. And it's like one of the main reasons I've been wanting to go on a trip over there for a while. You can't go now, of course, COVID. <laughs> but I've been like, I just want to go and play Mario Kart more oh than anything gosh. else. What the That's heck crazy. did you do that? Yeah, arcade only still, That's unfortunately. That's our next after-COVID vacation. <laughs> yes. Speaking of arcade only, off-topic, have you seen, the like, more posts have come out regarding Tower Tag, and every comment I see is like, yeah, you should try this game, it's really good. And I'm like, what, did we play the same game? 
I have ignored it all. Oh I I can't believe that. I feel like that's got to still be people that haven't played much VR <laughs> that are playing it, or they're still playing it in the arcade and right. finding an amazing experience. But that was that I was the most. I can see it being fun in an actual arcade. Yeah, right. it was the most frustrating, annoying that at home so experience. Back on track, games we'd like to see. I mean, I feel like this is the most obvious one, but I'm going to say Grand Theft Auto. I mean, oh, yes. by far. And I have I have is played a little bit of like it with mods. Grand Theft Auto a lot? It's because I like it, but because it's also exactly everything I think we still need out of a VR game. And actually, I feel like the closest thing that, that touched on this was Wardust. I want a game where I can get out and run and do something, mm-hmm. jump in a car and drive, jump on a motorcycle and drive. And Wardust was janky as hell, but it kind of touched on that. And I was more convinced, too, because I actually made a video of how to how to get the mods working and play Grand Theft Auto 5 in VR. And it obviously isn't made for it. And you obviously at that point could not play the whole campaign because you didn't have your GPS. Like You literally have to memorize the city to know where you were going. <laughs> oh, jeez, It wouldn't work. But even just playing the intro in it, it was like, this is incredible. It is the details just show through. It's so perfect. The way you drive feels so much better. You're driving the car. Oh, I just I just hit the mic. I'm sorry. I'm going to restart that in case I made a horrible sound. You're driving the car and you're looking. You're looking before you make a turn and you swing that turn. Even though you're flying fast, you're driving so much better because you can actually turn your head and see you're not crashing into everything while you're flying through town. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto 6, if it is not in VR, I'm going to cry myself to sleep for months <laughs> on end. Uh it's just it just feels like everything we need in a game because it's absolute freedom. And that's sure. still what VR hasn't really touched on yet is a game where you could just go where you could just go have fun in the city, not even playing a mission or anything for a while. Like we need that. Mm-hmm. And and I just got to mention one other like I feel like like a unturned actually is a game I've spent way too much time playing as far as a flat game or like Daisy. I want to see some more like with real survival elements kind of and of course zombies because i love zombies but a little bit more of that in vr too like something more fully fleshed out because i know there's been bits and pieces of it coming but just seeing a fully fleshed out survival game even if it had multiplayer i feel like that would just be a game i would get lost in for so long well the the forest has vr sport i actually just got it i haven't played it yet i'm trying to find the right people you know i feel like it's kind of a game you should play with a couple people that is one that does look good i'd absolutely be down is it on sale with this big old steam sale that's happening right now i don't know because i feel like i got it before that right i also got payday which is another one i just need to actually play because that one looks really cool as far as being able to do all this crazy stuff i'm talking about but unturned actually you can make unturned have vr support but it it's so bad it will make you sick <laughs> but i don't know what it is about that game i've spent like 250 hours playing it which is just that's mm-hmm. a lot for me on any game <laughs> i attempted to boot up the steam store store in hopes that it would load before uh, you finished what you were saying but it's just giving me a black <laughs> screen we will not know tell us in the comments if this is on sale yeah <laughs> well regardless if you're if you're playing it i'd pick it up whatever, whatever price okay. it's at okay I'll make it happen <laughs> rip what's your what's your game or games what are you waiting i'll on? be honest this was just an excuse for me to talk about sea of thieves on the podcast <laughs> uh, uh. but actually no. i said <laughs> go ahead battle wake man didn't i tell you battle wake is what you gotta go right look up yeah now. goodness oh man no um so uh, I imagine a lot of you have probably heard of sea of thieves unless you're truly vr only like uh this schmuck over here um 
He's trying. He's trying. What do you? I guess. <laughs> he was trying to flip me off again. Um. So, uh, Sea of Thieves is a game I've been playing a lot of in the past week. Uh, it's been out for a while. Like this game isn't new, guys. But I've finally gotten into it because it's finally gotten to a point where it's got a lot of content and it absolutely shows so it, we're again a vr podcast but if you play regular old games still man sea of thieves is a good game to get into right now but anyway i've been playing a lot of it and i swear every time every five minutes that goes by i see another beautiful sunset i'm just like at the helm of the ship and i'm like i'm already having fun and immersed and i could not imagine how cool this would be in vr and I would just kill. I would like, I would drop <laughs> money. Someone in real life. I would, if there was like, if the only way I could play Sea of Thieves was like on a brand new headset that exclusively played Sea of Thieves and it cost $500, I'd buy it. It's like, oh man, it looks so good. And if they get any of that across to VR without reducing too much of the lighting and fidelity, which is typically what happens when you get in VR. But you know what? Elite Dangerous pulled it off fairly well. I believe it could happen. And Sea of Thieves isn't like the most intensive game. It's like, you know, it's it's a it's it uses a very um, indie cartoony style uh, palette and models. I think it could absolutely be ported to VR. Just Microsoft gosh darn it has no interest in vr so we don't see it so sad right i mean they keep crapping the bet on that one yeah that I, I just once they get in the market then we're really gonna be in some good places but right now they're not so we're probably they're they i'm pretty certain the developers themselves have said that there are no plans for vr and that's just like near now that i've been playing all this it's like nearly heartbreaking to hear it's just such a beautiful game and it feels like it was practically built for vr and ported to pc players it it, like you've it's it's got very simple tools you've got like just a simple shovel mechanic simple aiming and shooting mechanics simple spyglass up and down that like everything is made to be super accessible which usually means it can be translated into VR really easily. This thing would barely use all the buttons on like simple controllers. It, it make it happen. <laughs> it it's so good and so needs a VR port. Admittedly, I would struggle with how they'll handle motion sickness because it's one thing to already have the disconnect between my eyes and body, but to have the disconnect between eyes and body and have constant moving that you're not controlling because you're on a ship that's doing this <laughs> that for those that are just listening up like you know it's a boat it's like rocking back and forth especially in sea of thieves it really nails that like the movement of a big ship um on some heavy waves which it, which is really fun but maybe in vr it'd be I, I don't know how they'd handle it um maybe that's why they don't want to do it in vr because they're maybe maybe yeah, maybe they briefly tried it and were like, this is awful. <laughs> I, I think that that can't be the case. I mean, being motion sick on a boat is going to be more immersive in VR. Yeah, it's going to make right. you feel like you're actually on the boat getting sick for real. So I, it's just <laughs> it's an added bonus in my book. 
<laughs> that you're gonna get sick in this game. Oh, I feel terrible. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> this is so realistic. <laughs> this game comes with a barf bomb. <laughs> now here's gonna be. Are you okay, honey? This is what I was looking for. <laughs> Ahoy! <laughs> Ahoy. <laughs> Spray water. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got like a little uh, spray bottle attached to like a motor that <laughs> blows water through a fan. <laughs> Full immersion. It's what we want. You know, we're joking obviously about the motion sick part, but like it is what we all want who have been in VR a while. Like we want to see how far we can push this to like convince our brains we're actually there. <laughs> I'm sad that yeah. the smell things stopped production because they had a thing. It was like a. I can't remember which headset. I think it was just like for any headset. Yeah, it was going to be for all of them. And it was like a smell thingy. It had like cartridges that had different like scent combinations mm-hmm. that could go with a game. Like you could, it could smell like a jungle or it could smell like what? I don't know, a river or something. I think that would be so cool. And but they had it in production, and then I think they stopped. That company did, but I just saw another company wow. that that's advertising that they're making one. So who knows? It might happen. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I re- I just want to play Resident Evil Seven and smell dead bodies all over the yes. place. Oh yeah, <laughs> through the house. You know, we obviously. have the candle. Yeah, <laughs> the immersion. It smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it smells terrible. I love it. <laughs> we also have the Skyrim candle. That one smells nicer. The Skyrim candle. Whenever you enter a tavern, you like light it. <laughs> hey, it smells like this world. My house it smells like my house is on fire. <laughs> I wonder why. It's because I left a lit candle and I can't see it's it. It's getting, getting hot. Oh, man. <laughs> so immersive. <laughs> you have some smell boxes set up. And whenever you enter a new area, you, you close the box you were in and yes. open a new one and <laughs> get the smells going. <laughs> Yes, you just have to have like a second person out there, like yeah. figuring out all Keep, the smell boxes for you, keeping an eye on the screen to watch where you're going, and like opening a wolf scent for when a wolf attacks you. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, I'm sure there are people out there that can relate to this though. But I have done like when we had a roller coaster on the Gear VR, and we'd have mm. people over. I played it a couple times so that I kind of had an idea how it went, and then I'd see it on the screen, and I would have a box fan in their face, and I would be changing the speed based on the speed that they were going on the roller coaster and people were like that was and i wouldn't tell them there was even a fan in the room yeah like, how is this happening this is amazing yeah they thought it was coming from the headset yeah like, oh, i didn't know this did funny. wind too and and it's you know it is really cool obviously it's really unrealistic to try and do that for everyone right. but like for someone's it first really time yeah if you can do a little something like that it is really cool just to just yeah. to take it another step and I could see something as simple as wind associated with like, if you just had a fan that literally just binarily had like wind for when you're outdoors and no wind for when you're indoors. I feel like that would add to a game. It, that seems like a very simple thing and maybe even gimmicky, but I would get that. That would, that would be really cool. You know, part, it, it would add to that feeling of like when you're outdoors and there's a light breeze. It, I mean, just first off, it'd be kind of feel nice. And second, it'd be a bit immersive. And that's what people don't get. Like gimmicks are gimmicks until you're in VR. Then all of a sudden, these things that seem gimmicky, like having 3D audio on your headset when you're sitting 20 Mm -hmm. feet from your TV and like, yes, this sound is coming from behind Laura Croft, but that would actually in real life be between me and her because I'm so far behind her. Well, now when you're in VR and you're in this person's perspective, 3D audio, haptic feedback. 
everything is it's no longer a gimmick because it feels real it right. changes right. the game absolutely so true all right with that where you want to wrap up this podcast man this was a fun one not just because we had lovely nat here but because we had some really cool stuff to talk about mm-hmm. yeah this is good a good week one for news good things to talk about good questions from Adam the discord Destiny missed out. i know I so they did they did uh, you, you got to reap the benefits I did. <laughs> but uh it was really fun to have you here nat um everyone for those that haven't heard me say it already we've got the discord community guys stuff happens there lots of conversations we're always around really fun place would recommend it i would join it if i was a listener um i'm a listener i'm on the discord it's pretty sweet there you go and you get to submit the questions for the q a it's pretty cool yep and i i let i even remind everyone you know because everyone loves reminders <laughs> so uh we got the discord community uh we have a patreon if you're interested in supporting this podcast you get the episodes one day early or earlier depending on how quickly i get the podcast up that goes up on patreon for exclusive access and it's uh stereo audio as opposed to mono audio which actually sounds pretty good like the i mean it really only changes the intro and outro songs but man they sound significantly better um would recommend that so that's five dollars a month um and we'd like to add more benefits as people start to sign up for that but it's pointless to add a whole bunch of benefits for people that aren't there <laughs> five dollars so. a month that's like a coffee at starbucks yeah guys. And it's not one it's not like the the uber and lyft version of oh guys it's just a coffee at starbucks like come on uber it's never under ten dollars you're right <laughs> <laughs> it is not a coffee <laughs> This <laughs> it's legitimately a, a one Starbucks got like venti um, or even grande maybe not maybe not the small um <laughs> yeah so we're going to have all sorts of cool stuff and you already get the episodes early and there's some exclusive discord channels um Ooh. yeah for those that are listening and didn't know about that the patreons get a little place to talk away from the rubber of the peasants <laughs> My right arm has broken. I was if wondering. Is missing this. I see. I was wondering what you were doing. I'm holding it still. It is just going Ooh, crazy. We got. Gonna... That means we got to finish this up. All right. What yeah. else? Convenient timing. <laughs> All right. Flip Thank chance. you for listening, everyone. Uh... <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you all on the next episode. <laughs> Bye, hey, everybody. Your 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 <laughs> your hand works. <laughs> Fixed just in time. Just in time. <laughs> Goodbye.